Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Before we get this episode started, I want to give a huge thank you to our sponsor, Anchor by Spotify. If you haven't already heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And you know the best part of it is, Griff? I do, Will. Anchor is totally free. So make sure you head to the App Store or Google Play, download the Anchor app, or go to anchor.fm to get your podcast started. Welcome back to Inside the Five. It's Will. And Griffin, recording from home. You know who else is home, Will? Who is home? The Boston Celtics, as they should be after losing 4-2 to two to the Miami Heat. Oh, yeah. That was a bad, bad game last night. I'm going to start it off by just saying that I'm not happy with the way that the Celtics played at all during the whole series. Tatum is not a first-half guy. He's not really a guy at all yet. Kemba, it's only his first year. He played decent, but I don't think he played up to his potential. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Um, Their performance this series was definitely not good at all. There's a lot of learning that can come from this. It is their first year. I would say it's a pretty good first year. I would say given the fact that we had to go to a bubble and all all that kind of stuff, especially, it's going to help. I think this will help us be better in the future because we're in the bubble. That poses a question, though. Say if, like, nothing happened and we didn't stop, where do you think the Celtics are right now? Do you think they even make it to the Western Con- or Eastern Conference Finals? I don't think this playoff ends the way these playoffs have I don't ended think so far. Heat, I don't think the Heat make it to the Finals. Like, there's no chance. I don't think I don't the think... Nuggets came back 3-1 to one two times. No, definitely no not. Like, I think – I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. We all knew the Lakers were going to make it out. We thought the Clippers would maybe put up a fight. They didn't even make it. It's just like – it's just so weird. Yeah, like no, the it, Sixers, it is very weird. The Sixers, who I always thought were overhyped, didn't even come close. The Bucks. I mean, I feel like they kind of fell apart. I feel like that was the one team that having the break just really screwed them over because they were wrong yeah. with Giannis. Their, their bench players were playing decent, but, like, once we got to the bubble, dude, it was literally strictly Giannis, and that was so easy to stop because you can stop one player on a team. Oh, yeah, of course. I feel like they they got stopped right in their tracks right away. Yeah. I mean, it, and their, their whole team was clicking right right before this all happened. It, right. it was starting to look like they were going to make a deep run, which, I mean, I mean they, they fin- didn't. They finished with the best record in the whole NBA. The Raptors finished with the second best record in the whole NBA. Neither team made it to the conference finals. I know. And that was a hell of a so, series that we had against the Raptors. I mean, yeah, I don't know, I know if it should have went seven games, yeah, but I don't I mean, I don't think the Raptors were that good in the bubble. 
I don't think it should have gone to seven games. And then once it went to seven games and we won, and we had the Heat up next, who just, like, killed the Bucks. It was like, what do you expect? We're supposed to win, but we're not going to. Like, I mean, obviously, after seeing the Heat kind of kill so the best team in the Eastern Conference, it, the morale definitely doesn't go any higher than it was after beating them in seven games. The Raptors, yeah, of course. Somehow Jimmy Butler turned into the best player in the NBA. Bam Adebayo just can't be stopped down low. But, like, I, and at the same time, the Celtics, their one hole, I would say, is center, other than first half Jason Tatum. It's center. <laughs> Tice is good, but he's not athletic enough to stop Bam Adebayo, as I said in the last podcast. He is just a freak. He's insane. I know Bam, Bam is good. Um, I know Tice, honestly, I give Tice a lot of credit for that Raptors series. He right. He played his heart out. I give him respect for that. But, like, this whole series, the Celtics kind of, like, got exposed, like, yeah. a lot. Foul trouble early and often with Tice, with Kemba, with Brown and Smart. They don't know how to play offense against the zone. Like, I mean, come on. Like, my church league team knew how to play offense against against the zone. We have, like, four all-stars and we can't do it. I know. It, was, it was not a good, wasn't a good showing for the Celtics this series. I mean, it doesn't help that the way we – the way we put in our centers was very weird. Like we have so yeah. many and like Ennis Cantor averaged, I think the first game he came in, he averaged like five minutes a game and he was doing really good. Yeah. But like he gets, he's going to get gas within those five minutes he plays. He's a great offensive center. It's just on defense. He can't do anything at all. He's just not really mobile on the defensive side. No, he's not. Robert Williams played well. I'll give him credit for that. He did. He, I like Robert Williams a lot. He's just not, really there yet like mentally he's not like smart enough you know he gets yeah, know really ticky tack fouls and like he doesn't really know where to put his body most of the time because he just wants to jump over everyone and try to get a block which yeah, doesn't I mean, always work in the NBA yeah that's, that's very true I mean you know that one player I forgot who I think it was I want to say Jimmy Butler or uh, Iggy he was driving to the basket and Williams just stepped up right in front of him oh and made my him gosh. airball the floater speaking of Andre Iguodala <laughs> four Max for Kellerman four doesn't three. seem too crazy anymore. With the fate of the universe on the line, I'm picking Andre Iguodala. <laughs> I'm picking Iggy. I Dude, I couldn't believe that. I mean, did he played well. He didn't miss. He came well. out and just started shooting threes. When like we haven't seen Andre Iguodala shoot threes since he was with like the Sixers when he was actually good. Yeah, I know. I I just couldn't. I mean. Like, wow is really all you can say to that. He didn't really do too much the whole series until that game. But, I mean, give him credit. He came out at the right time. But also that's – That's what the Heat do, though. It's like a different day they just pick a different bench player to score, like, 25, and that's it. The game's over when your bench scores, like, half your points. I know. And, it, like, and like the crazy part is, like, you know, you can kind of see, like, all the players on – like, during the whole bubble, you could see all the players that obviously didn't really, like – "Quote unquote suit up," but they were there. Like right. they, like I think they have Myers Leonard on the bench. Oh my gosh, like, I hate Myers Leonard, dude. And every like, single time it cuts, it's to Myers Leonard, and he hasn't like him. played. <laughs> I know played like five minutes, not even in the playoffs since he got to the bubble. I know. I mean, like it just like they have a very deep team for sure. They do, like, they and, really and they're do. and they're good. Also, um, I think it was around first quarter or whatever, like ESPN cut in 
and they were talking. I don't think they were necessarily talking to Jimmy Butler, but they made a report that he he didn't come out during warmups. He said, "I don't need to warm up. I know what we have to do to win this game." That's. I mean, that's over before it starts. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like that. We lost. The, we lost the mental battle right there. Like that. I mean, Jimmy Butler's in my head, and I have nothing to do with Boston Celtics basketball. I mean, I don't think it helped after Tyler Hero got in everybody's head after that performance he had the other night. I mean, Tyler Hero is just something else. Tyler Hero is a bucket. I said it last time. I'm probably going to keep saying it through when they play the Lakers. He's a bucket. He was born a bucket. He will always be a bucket. I know uh, Duncan Robinson, he's very good. But he's also automatic. Like, I'm just confused at what the Lakers do about that. I mean, I understand they're, they're a good team give them credit they are a good team but like like we we were supposed to have like the best defense in the league best defense so far in the bubble what like we couldn't stop automatic who beat the nuggets which the nuggets have a good team and a decent bench but the lakers are kind of like the bucks just times two because they have two all-stars like two superstars so they have anthony davis and they have lebron james but if you think about it jimmy butler could be like Kawhi leonard in 2013 when he like just absolutely clamp LeBron. And then Bam out of bio, like, who knows? Like, really, who knows at this point? Because Bam out of bio just is amazing. I mean, I I think Jimmy Butler definitely has the mental toughness to step up and guard LeBron the whole game, and yeah. there won't be an issue there. It Like, I hate to say it, but it's really going to be on Bam's performance. It really Bam, Bam's be. performance, game in and game out. The, the key matchup is going to be Bam versus AD the whole series. I know, and it's just because AD is just literally so versatile, athletic. He's everything. He is literally everything. And while we're talking about this matchup, Will, what's your prediction for it? I mean, I know the Heat just beat us. I want the uh, Heat to win because I don't want the Lakers to tie us, obviously, for 17. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't want to see that happen. But then there's you the whole, like, the Lakers are for Kobe and all that talk. But I think – I think the Heat might pull this one off. I think I don't think the Lakers are ready. I dude, I agree with you 100%. Do you think Heat in 6, Heat in 7? I think it might go the length if not 6. I think I think Heat in 6 cuz if you can stop AD and LeBron like enough, like you can't stop them, but if you can hold them down a little bit, if you compare the role players on both teams, like it's just totally not even fair. Like Goran Dragic turned back into old Goran Dragic, but now he's better than that. And then that they was have Tyler nuts. Hero. I believe it. The whole series. I mean, the whole series. They have Tyler Hero. They have Duncan Robinson, the two white dudes that just shoot jumpers the whole time. Iggy. I don't know if he'll do that because he only had one good performance, but like he looks good. The clinic, yes. Kelly Olynyk, who just has no business being there, will probably do something too against like Dwight Howard or something. But like if you look at the Lakers, like it's Rajon Rondo, who's I mean, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say he's washed up. But it's a vet. It's a vet, and, like, that helps because there's they a have, lot of people on that team that haven't been to an NBA Finals yet. They have a lot of vets, and they have Kyle Kuzma, who needs to step up. He, he definitely needs to step up. I really haven't heard a whole lot. I mean, no. I think he had a couple clutch shots in, like, the bubble before the playoffs that yeah. we saw. But, I mean, it's kind of tough when they run – when they run Dwight Howard, and he's been doing really well. Like, that's very surprising as well. Yeah, but at the same time, like, it's Dwight Howard. Like, I know. He, he really is only good for, like, two things. And his defense is still, like, good, but he's not as athletic as he once was. 
and his offensive rebounding is good and his offensive scoring is good. But, like, when he's out, Bam Adebayo plays, like, 40 minutes a game and AD doesn't. He's going to have to guard Bam. I know. And, then and Bam is the Lakers, scary. I mean, also, I mean, it's not really just him on the Lakers that are that is dependent on. But, I mean, Danny right. Green needs to make his shots for them to yes, help he them does. win. Because it's, it's, we've seen when he doesn't make his shots, the Lakers don't play well as a team. And that takes a lot on AD and LeBron to kind of make up for their points after they've already put their 25 up. Because it's usually at that point where you see Green not making his shots. Yeah, but, I mean, Danny Green in the finals, I mean, like, he's a whole different man. So, I know. We're going to we'll see, see him back in the finals. Yeah. We're going to we'll see, see Iggy back happens. in the finals. Iggy, dude, have you seen how many times Iggy has been in the finals? He's been in the finals, I think, every single year for the past 10 years. Is that, I think is it's that been, what I saw? It's either, 10 or, it's either 10 or 6, but I think it's Something 10. like that? I think I no, saw 10 no. somewhere. It's definitely not 10 because <laughs> once he was young before – the Warriors. Was he on the Sixers still? He wasn't um, on the Heat, and the Heat played the Spurs like five times. So I think it's six. Yeah, it might be six. I don't know. I saw some like crazy number no, like that. You know which what was, it was? Which was nuts. You know what it was? It was either Andre Iguodala or I think, oh, they said some other name. It was like, some, oh, Udonis Haslam. Oh, yeah, Udonis Haslam. And then, uh, yeah, that's that's crazy. But also weird, like fact. But um, Dion Waiters is getting his ring no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> he was on the Heat <laughs> at, at the beginning of the season. You think he's gonna take it if the Heat win? I mean, like maybe. Like, like, do, I like, I, like are, are they? Are, I mean, yeah, I would too. I like, are the Heat required to give it to him? Um, does like I any of his like, like because. Was any of his, like, because of that whole, like, situation he was in before he got released, was it, or traded, or whatever that situation was? I don't quite remember. That was before the bubble. I don't know if that impacts <laughs> anything. I don't I don't think it does, dude. I think if you played, like, a certain amount of games, I think it's, like, 20 games or something like that, then you're, yeah, like, you're required like to get it. And otherwise, quarter otherwise it's, like, the team's option. Yeah. Uh, we had a We had a classic – infamous Woj bomb today. Very unexpected news. Very unexpected news. It was actually quite a shock. Uh, Doc Rivers gets fired. Um, Wait, was it fired or did he, or did he leave? I heard both. Maybe I, maybe it was mutual. It, it could have been mutual. I saw <laughs> fired. I saw he left after their, I guess, disappointing loss. I mean, like, that's a very disappointing loss when you have Kawhi Leonard Paul George, who's supposed to be good, a good supporting cast, but you get rocked by the Nuggets. It's tough when they don't, like, show out, and then you kind of don't really know what to put the blame on. I mean, and obviously, like, you have yeah. to give PG-13 some of the blame. He played really bad. He played awful. But I don't know he how was much like, you can put on Doc, but... He was, like, first half Tatum, but, like, at all times. Yeah, no. I mean, I remember watching the series, and literally he'd be open in the corner, and like it would be a late contest every single time for him, yeah. and it would be side of the backboard. Yeah, like he what are we really doing just did not show out in the bubble, which I mean, I like I guess could happen because all of this corona. I mean, like he could have put the work in, but it's a lot different when there's an NBA player in your face, and it's kind of like a mental thing. 
But, like, at the same time, like, you got to hit those shots. I mean, yeah, I think the mental thing definitely affects him a lot. I think when you get out of your groove from – because he was playing pretty good before the bubble. He was. And I think when you get out of your groove, it's kind of like the same thing with the Milwaukee Bucks. It's kind of the same mental game that they got played against because of yeah. the bubble. I mean – I mean, like, the only good people on the Bucks – Literally, like, Chris Middleton isn't good in the playoffs. I don't know what it is. He's, he gets an all-star, like, every year, it feels like. And then the playoffs come, they're the one seed or the two seed, and nothing happens. Like, they don't do anything. Giannis drops, like, 40. Pat Connaughton <laughs> has, like, 25. And you know when Pat Connaughton's getting buckets, then things need to change. I mean, Chris Middleton definitely is solid at his position for that team. He just needs to find his way around the playoffs a little bit better. Yeah, I think, for it, sure. like, that's all mental. That's all mental. Yeah, I, I think you got to erase the fact. Like, when the bubble – when they first got to the bubble, they should have just erased the fact of what just happened and kind of just, in sense, did what they had to do to win games, not yeah. more or less whoever's hot, give it to them because Giannis is going to stay hot. There's no question yeah, about that. Yeah, I mean, you can't stop he's seven foot. He's literally the most athletic player in the league, and he's seven feet tall, and he's so fast. Like, how are you going to stop that? I, I don't even know. But this brings up the big question. Um, I saw that the undefeated tweeted out a little bit before we started recording that the Pelicans and the 76ers have already reached out to Doc Rivers. I saw that he would land with the Sixers. That I, also heard, I, I also heard that he would land with the Sixers. I heard that I also think it could be the smarter move. But I also – I'm not opposed to – to having him go, obviously it's not my choice. But like to have it, see him in, see him at the Pelicans because I mean they're like, a that decent young team. Yeah, I think that I, would be I a good like the Pelicans a lot. I like their young lineup. I think the problem with the NBA though is with such a young lineup like that, with people that could be like really good players, they never stick together. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna grow. They're gonna become better. I mean, some like Brandon Ingram's worse, gonna but ask most likely for a better, max, and he's not gonna get it. He's got, or maybe he does. Zion's gonna get the max. Their main focus is Zion Williamson, so they gotta keep. That him. means they, they can't have Lonzo his next contract, or they can't have Brandon Ingram. Then they'll give him up. They'll give them up. Yeah, which is always tough because you want to keep a team like that because they're just so like exciting. Yeah, definitely. I think. I mean, I think instead of D'Antoni get for the 76ers, I feel like that's such a better fit for Doc. He yeah, gets I his agree. he gets his star potential back, and. Like he can work around making a beat and Ben Simmons work together better. I don't know. I just don't like what D'Antoni did with Houston. They didn't really do as much. Not that any of them did much with their prospective teams, but yeah. I mean, I don't know why. I just feel like I mean, Doc Rivers would be a better fit. Doc, Doc has that championship experience. He has that mentality. He knows what it's like to like be there, and having a coach like that always helps out. And I think that was the problem with the Celtics this year. I mean, Brad Stevens, that's the furthest he's been so far other than, like, the two other times that we've been there with him. But he's never been to the finals. He doesn't know what it's like. He doesn't know what it's like to get there. Yeah, and that can I mean, really be tough because a team like the Celtics, because they're a young team too, none of them know what the finals is like. So it's like I know. You can't, if you can't get there, you can't – it's hard, It's a lot harder to get there if you've never been there before. It, it definitely is. And I, I think, honestly – Getting back to talk again, I think either way is a good move for him. But I know the 76ers said they'd be opening to kind of almost 
quote unquote, blowing up the team if D'Antoni came. I don't really understand what that means. Does that mean like Embiid's going? Because I mean, well, you've seen him run that no center basketball in yeah. Houston. Well, that's the thing. Like when the Sixers were struggling in the bubble and everything was going wrong, it's like literally all social media, Bleacher Report, ESPN, everyone was like, Ben Simmons can't play with Joel Embiid. That's two people that are focused. They're superstars pretty much at this point, and beat us at least. Ben Simmons is an all-star, but they're two people that can't score outside. You need someone that can score outside in today's NBA. I but, mean, like, if, hurts if, they're that they good, JJ. if they're that good, they can make it work. That's what I'm saying. And I, I think they just need someone, like, literally a coach that can help make players work together better. Right. I think Doc can definitely help that out. I mean, like, just having someone who's been there before can kind of convince them that the future is bright for them. Like, they're young talent, and they have a lot of potential and a lot still left to prove to everyone. Yeah, so I really think Doc – like, I think that should be the landing spot for Doc. I don't think Doc should take over the Pelicans because I feel like Doc Rivers should go to a team that's in win-now mode. The Pelicans are still kind of, like, building up. They need a – they need a coach that's good at, like, developing players. Yeah, I think Doc Rivers might have enough of trying to build up teams. I mean, he yeah, no, he's kind of like, built up the Clippers, and then they kind of all fell apart. He was he was he the last. Twice. Yeah, I know. Literally he did, did it twice. twice. And it didn't work. But that's just, like, it's the Clippers. Like, they'll never be that good. They'll never be good enough. Yeah, I mean, credit to him. He landed a lot of stars in his time there. I know. I mean – just to get them there is already hard enough, especially to the Clippers franchise since they don't really have a lot of history. But, I mean, hopefully moving forward, I know they're moving to the forum, so maybe maybe things will be brighter. Yeah, I mean, you never know. The NBA is so unpredictable now because, like, everyone was leaving. Now it seems like all the All-Stars want to stay in their city, but, like, at the end of the day, that is probably just all talk. Everybody wants to leave now. Nobody wants to stay loyal. It's even with the coaches, too. Yeah, and, and the dynamic duo is kind of, like, on the rise, like, last yeah. year. Like, everyone's trying to find their, their two main guys, like They're, the LeBron yeah, the and AD, uh, Which, Kawhi and PG, that kind of. I prefer that a lot more, though, other than the five years that we had, which was the two super teams. But it wasn't yeah. even really two super teams. It was one super team and then LeBron. And got better. Yeah, and they just kept getting better, which didn't make sense. Not, not at all. I mean, the offseason should be pretty interesting. I mean, we're, we're kind of coming on the wraps of that. And as Celtics fans, season. we're going to talk more about the Celtics. What do you think is going to happen in the offseason for the Celtics? Do you think we're going to have the same team? I heard maybe trade Tice, get a better center if we can. I, I, I mean, I, wouldn't, I think that might be a good idea. We definitely need to find a center, center I think so, for sure. I think yeah. we also need maybe a little bit of like a three and D guy, like kind of more than like, obviously, I mean, smart does play. He does shoot his threes and he does play defense, but like someone who's almost automatic. Like we've yeah. seen that we're, we are, we are being hurt by the teams that have lethal shooters. I think it's mainly the defense. Cause Tatum is sneaky good at defense, but he's kind of like Paul Pierce right now, where it's kind of like you need those two more guys like, we had Rondo, who was nasty on defense. We had KG, who was nasty on defense. Then we it's had Clips. Ray Allen, who was, like, 
really good at shooting threes. You need another guy that's just strictly there for defense. So Tatum doesn't have to focus on that and he can go get his buckets. Exactly. I mean, I don't know how, how uh, Hayward's contract is going to come out either. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I mean, yeah. I can't blame, I can't blame him because he's had some very wacky injuries. He's just very unlucky with his injuries and yeah. he deserved that max. He was amazing in Utah and then he got hurt and that kind of screwed him. But like, I think there's two more years left on his contract. Once he gets that, I think he'll stay in Boston, but he'll take a big pay cut, and that'll help a lot. Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely have a bright future ahead of us with all of our young stars. I think we'll, we'll be back for sure. I think when that time comes, I think definitely some contract rearrangements. I believe Tatum is up for a contract soon, oh, if gosh. not this upcoming offseason, because Jalen Brown just got paid. And yeah. They're only one year apart. So, yeah, Jason Tatum. Well, yeah, actually, that's true. They were probably on the same length because they're only one pick apart. So, Tatum's probably due for an extension. He'll get the max, and that'll really screw us over because now we won't be able to get a good center in free agency. So, we'll have to trade or draft. Yeah, I mean, I think I think we might be able to get away with some trades. We have a lot of, we have a lot of guards and, like, I guess – We have a lot of young men. guards – we have a lot of young guards that don't get play and that should get play for, like, another team. I know. I mean, like, we also need to find someone who can come off the bench and be a guard in a way. Like, I mean, right. I guess Wanamaker is Wanamaker, played good yeah. for us, but he can't be there all the time for us. Yeah, like, because, like, he's kind of, like, I don't even know how to explain the way he plays. He's, like, good on offense, but I feel like he's just not shifty enough. We need someone that's faster and that can play better defense. Just, just a little bit more reliable. No, right. no hate on Watermaker. And, He's no, he played had, very dude, well this season. He had a season. great playoff run, and I love his last name. Shout out, Grandma. Yeah. It's her maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I say we dive into the NFL. I'm so ready to dive into this. It, this I past mean, week, such a weird week. One. It was such a weird week. We're gonna kick it right off. 49ers, Giants. I called it. They could run their third string defense, and they'd still win. They didn't really run their third string defense, but they had a lot of backups. Thirty-six to nine. Will, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, as expected, the Giants put up less than ten points. I was kind of <laughs> hoping for maybe a little bit more out of them. I don't know. Forty um, Niners still played well. Nick Mullins had three hundred forty-three yards. That was very <laughs> impressive, even though the Giants don't have a good team. But I mean, he's a backup putting three hundred forty-three yards. It's still yeah, kind of impressive I mean, that's in a way. Really good. I mean, it's nice to know you have someone, like, backing up your starter that He's can get the job done. He's not a complete done. liability, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, their running back got hurt, and Jarrett McKinnon still went off. He still did good. They have, a lot of back, they have a lot of backup running back options. Yeah, they do. And, and what's a little funky is that MetLife turf we've been hearing about. Oh, uh, yeah. The 49ers got, an, got another injury. Luckily, I, I think he still – like not actually hurt he just like kind of rolled his ankle a little bit yeah the tight end but like that still raises the question i mean i know the nfl said they came down and they said it was fine they've had but like, yeah they've had a lot of just, field trouble this year yeah just really unlucky on the 49ers end mm-hmm. but i mean it's nice to know they got someone back there that when garoppolo goes down like he did yeah he's not a liability and i think we both picked 49ers which is pretty obvious so we got that right so we're 1-0 oh, yeah. on the day. Uh, I'll start. Uh, next, this is where we switch. Browns 34, and then the football team had 20, which is good. That's They're, good, 20. 
But I picked the football team, and I don't know why. And Chase Young got hurt early. That, that, that's, that's a tough injury really for big. them. Yeah. It was a hamstring, too. Uh, um, he's, his impact already for them has been very good. <sighs> Like he's he's gonna be great. Dude, he's gonna be. Great. He's gonna be like really really good. He's gonna be amazing. I mean, he's six five. He runs the speed of like a halfback. I I'm gonna make a hot take right now, which might not even be a hot take. You remember how good JJ Watt was in his first couple of years? Yeah. Chase Young is better. Chase Young is better. I think he's on the way to be becoming that that power. Yeah. That JJ Watt is. He's just he's just a a big body and, that gets in there fast, and it's like it's honestly very fun to watch him. They're both in similar situations where JJ Watt, when he went to the Texans, they weren't good at all, and same yeah. with the football team, they aren't good, and they put up a lot of numbers, but they don't have like those big names on offense. But they just have that one defensive end, and that's Chase Young, and that's JJ Watt. They're literally they're so similar. Also, that defense is very. Ron Rivera esque. Oh yeah, Ron Rivera. That's Let's that's go. his for, that's his forte. Um, <laughs> getting to the Brown side of things, I think I believe I picked the Browns last episode. You did. They they won. Um, Probably the smarter let's... decision. I just <laughs> always vote against the Browns. I don't know why. I just so used to them losing. Iffy team. Exactly. You know, I, like you know, this weird. is the first time they've been over five hundred since December of twenty fourteen. It's a long time. It's <laughs> a, a long time. time. And and once again, the the Browns have got their running backs doing very oh well. They're playing gosh. so well. And, and like, I don't believe Baker's in the not Nick looking Chubb dec- height. Baker's looking decent. Good you know enough. What I mean? Good good enough for them to get their to get theirs. <laughs> and but. I mean, I don't know. They're I, gonna get dude. screwed over again because of that division. They have two powerhouses. That's again. the second toughest division in all of NFL, other than the NFC West because they have four powerhouses. Yeah. But like, I never believed in the Nick Chubb hype, and he's starting to win me over. I still don't really believe in it. Cream Hunt, dude, just came back like it was nothing. Like he never did anything wrong, and he never was cut by the chiefs like he's just like nasty again i know he just he kind of just picked up where he where he left where he left off with them he's just getting his right now he he really is and honestly nick chubb is like i don't know what it is about him but like his build is just like he just like runs over people kind of and like he's he's shifty he is big he's good i just don't think i think he gets a lot of hype and they're not winning the games because of him i feel like but that's yeah. just me. That's just me with yeah. my takes. And we're going to get right into the next game. We got Bengals, Eagles. Oh. Tie. Tie. <laughs> uh, tie. Yep. Uh, I mean, 23-23. That's not one of the games we picked for the tie watch. I wish it was. I picked the Bengals. You picked the Bengals. We both thought Joe Burrow was going to go off. He kind of did. But the defense, right. just, the defense is just killing him. Um, this is more of a bad thing for the Eagles than it is the Bengals because no one's really expecting the Bengals to do too much, especially they're, they're really still rebuilding. They got yes. young guys. They're kind of getting ready to keep rebuilding and getting up there eventually, but they're in a tough division. This is a bad look for the Eagles early on. And because their division is so like 
I guess wonky because like I like I forgot when I was watching Sunday they were talking about like Eagles Cowboys because usually they're the ones fighting for the yeah. division. It's kind of like when the Cowboys lose and the Eagles lose, they're just nullifying themselves because and making it harder for each other to make the playoffs. Right. Which this is even worse for them because now they have a tie in their record and <laughs> that just doesn't help them at all. So so instead of being eight and eight, they'll be seven eight and one because. Them and the Cowboys, they go eight and eight every year. I know, and I just, I mean, it this in a way helps the Cowboys, but it also, I don't know if it's really a hot take, but it kind of helps the football team. It helps the football team. Football team playoff. The football team is in win now mode. Football team wild card. It could happen. Dwayne Haskins. Second best quarterback in the NFC East. He's Dak's not looking good. too bad. Dwayne Haskins is good. And Dak then, is wait, good. speaking of the quarterback problem in the NFC East, you know who's just sitting on the bench out in Philadelphia? Jalen Hurts. Is it time? Needs, I think it's time. And I mean, let it, let it, it has to be time. Like, like what are they what are they doing? I mean, that was a total coaching like mind-boggling moment when like that whole punt situation went down right. <laughs> like just try to kick the field goal honestly yeah, at least like, make the over. effort to win like okay we give it to the Bengals. let's see what they can do on their one yard line like with 10 seconds left and no one has a timeout they're not going to do anything yeah like they can't i mean what's his name t higgins had a great game two he touchdowns did. he looked good you look he good. Didn't look too bad. I mean, Joe Burrow. I mean, their offensive line is just so bad; it doesn't help Joe I Burrow feel so look bad any for better. Burrow. I mean, that but hit. He still looked pretty in good. The first half. Oh my got Looked like he got hit I by a bullet. I thought he was dead. <laughs> I mean, he got up slow. Makes sense, but <laughs> yeah, it was a little I, scary. I, I mean, I know if I was in that position, even if I was like training my whole life to be a quarterback, I don't think I'm getting up after that. Joe Burrow is oh. different. He is different. You know what? I give him credit, even though they tied. I mean, it, that's obviously not what you want to see ever. But it's not but his fault. It's not his fault, and he played well. He did. At the end of um, the yeah, next game, which before we talk about Patriots Raiders, obviously the Pats won by 16. I just want to say in the last podcast, if, uh, if you guys listened to it, I picked the Raiders. Um, I was kind of coming off a Saints loss. Honestly, when the Raiders wasn't beat a the bad Saints, pick. I really thought the Raiders were something special. And guess what? They weren't. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. 
That's all also, I have to say. The, what, the thing was, it wasn't a bad pick to make because they did play well against the Saints. But their issue was, I mean, I get they run two tight ends. Yeah. But you can't not include Darren Waller until so the last good. two minutes. You, you can't. And it was like he disappeared. And I don't know if that was a patch defense thing or if he was more of a blocker. I, I don't really know what his role was. I didn't really see him. Like, there was mm-hmm. – like, I have him on my fantasy team. So, like, I kind of saw that he did no catches until the last <laughs> two minutes. So, like, it's – I don't know. It was kind of weird. I mean, Pats had an okay game. They won, yeah. which is good. Decent but. decent defense. You know what I like? You know what I like about the Raiders? Their what wide receivers like? are so sneakily, sneaky, like, good that, like, they don't know who to put on who for matchups. I saw Gilmore on Hunter Renfro the whole game. Speaking, <laughs> no. That's nuts. But speaking of Hunter Renfro, I think his TD got called back, but that catch – was oh my nuts. Gosh. That catch was what a insane. catch. What a catch. I mean, I don't know. They, they played well as a team. I mean, Cam Newton had that, like, I think he had a couple questions. I think he only had that one interception, I believe. Might have been two, but yeah. that one where he, literally, where he literally threw it to Abram. Yeah. He's nasty. Jonathan Abram is nasty. And he had, a scare, he had a scare last week. Did you see it when he, like, ran right into the camera truck? And he just didn't get up. I literally thought, like, his football career was over. And he came yeah, back the next quarter and, like, was just fine again. Like, he's built different. He he didn't play last season. He got hurt. And this is, like, hopefully he gets a full season because he's good. He's good. I, wa- I watched that Hard Knocks uh, last season. I mean, uh-huh. he was he was cool. He was cool in the Hard Knocks. That hard, cool. knocks was, that hard Knocks was cool. I yeah. like that one. Yeah, this Hard Knocks sucked, but we're not going to talk about that. Didn't really watch it. You know what we are going to talk about? The comeback kids in Chicago, Chirac, the Bears, Falcons beat the Falcons. Again. Didn't you – you picked the Falcons, I picked the Bears, because I know that the Falcons are not good. I don't know all. why I picked the Falcons, but honestly, I, I'm probably not going to pick them again. Like uh, maybe the rest of the season. Yeah, that was once again disappointing. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just like – I don't know what it is. I'm not going to say, like, the Pats did it or whatever, but, like, that Super Bowl that they played in, that comeback that they made, and then, like, they just can't get away from blowing <laughs> leads. Dude, they, they can't. <laughs> they can't find, you know, like, how to stop doing it, and it's just really – You know what this not, game reminded me of? You know what this game reminded me of? Every, like, high school football show and movie where it's, like, they're down against the team and they bring up the backup – and he just, like, sparks it. Like, obviously, Nick Foles is, like, really good. But, like, I feel like that was just too much of a perfect storm to take out Mitch and put in Nick Foles, and Nick Foles just leads the comeback. Like, it was kind of almost like a story. It it really is. And, honestly, it might be one of the bigger storylines of the weekend because came back in, won the game for the Bears, and today was named the official starter of the Chicago Bears. I think I think they see what Nick Foles does this week and the next week, and then they start shopping Trubisky if Foles is really their man. Because Trubisky's think, good, but time. like Trubisky's good, but he can start somewhere else, and if you can get something for him, you might as well do it. Yeah, especially I mean, honestly, if they get whatever they can get for him, it will definitely be good. I mean, maybe more offense, maybe something on defense, whatever they can find for him. I mean. I mean, the beginning, the first two games of the season, Trubisky didn't look bad. 
He really yeah. didn't. He, he actually mean, looked pretty good. In, like, the first half of this game before he got taken out, he was decent. It was kind of like almost old Trubisky in a way, but it is what yeah. it is. But I think Nick Foles put, putting him in obviously did well for them because they won the game. Mm-hmm. But I think this is also like a Bears test this upcoming week. It's kind of like yeah. o- almost like a heat check in a way, but like they're low key three and zero with the Packers. like very low key three and zero. Yeah, but I mean, I mean it's, it's good news for them because I mean they've had a lot of struggles with him with Mitch Trubisky, yeah. so it's nice. It's nice to see them doing something. Yeah, I mean, we thought Nick Foles was going to be the starter week one, but Trubisky played pretty good until last week. They brought in Foles. Foles was just he played out of his mind in the time that he had. Got the boys back. And, yeah, I mean, all you really need from a quarterback with that type of team, with that type of defense, is just a quarterback that will, like, get the job done in a sense. Yeah. And uh, speaking of quarterbacks, what a weekend for Josh Allen and the Bills, winning 35-32. He's such a good fantasy quarterback. But, you know what? Watching Josh Allen is, like, watching, like, a scary movie. It's like he just – sometimes he does the dumbest shit. Like – I know. What was that flick? What was that like lateral? That was not drawn up. Someone told me that was drawn up. That was not drawn up. Because he's look he's running and he sees that wide receiver and he goes and then he throws it. Like, what are you doing? Just get your yards. It was first down. You don't need to be a hero on first down. I know. And and it also raises another question about him, like his fumble issues, because he likes to run the ball. But I mean, other than that, he's a fantastic quarterback. He I mean, is. he's doing he's doing great things up in Buffalo and he looks really good. I mean, the Rams did like sneakily come back and the Bills got Bills got their job done, which I think I put them to win. But ba- no, I got the Rams. I predicted the Rams and the Bills. I'm gonna say this straight out the Bills didn't get their job done because literally it was fourth down. Did you see that pass interference call? Uh, yes, I actually did. Yep. There was maybe zero contact on that, and they got yeah, the call. That, that was a bad and call. That lost the Rams the game. Because I'm, I don't know why, but I had full belief that if the Rams get the ball back, even if it's on like the ten yard line, they're coming back. There was like three minutes left, four minutes left. They're coming yeah. back and they're going to win the game, which they should have. I don't know if that was karma. From the Saints, but so that's it's a different the Rams, it's a different story. The Rams just find their way into pass interference calls that end the game. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. I mean, the Rams did look good, slow start, but they, they still did. look good. Aaron I don't, Donald. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's they needed to overlook them because they lost to the Bills. Yeah. The Bills are a very good team. Dude, Aaron Donald had that strip sack. It got called back. The next play, he just got it right back. He got another strip sack. Yeah, and then they got the ball. He, he does he, what he does what he wants. I mean, he's the best player in the league. Come I mean, on. I mean, he, he he saw what was it? They saw like Devin Singletary running the ball, and they saw Josh Allen doing his thing. And then, he, like a couple plays later, he's like, "You know what? I'm sick of this. I'm just gonna go get a sack right now." <laughs> he was like, "I'm like, I'm gonna let him think that he's got me until he doesn't, and then he just runs right over everyone." He's so big and he's so quick. His footwork is on another level. Good. He's very good. Um, the battle of the Watts. Game. The battle of the Watts. <laughs> we had the Watt bro connection going all over the place. Derek Sunday. and TJ in the Steelers beating the Texans. Host well, who have JJ Watt obviously, just for a one touchdown deficit. But the Steelers defense, dude, is so good. They came up when it was needed, 
on, I remember I was I was watching the game, and I was like, are the Steelers, like, in a shock right now? Like, what's going on? Like, I mean, I understand the Texans are still a good team. They still have a good yeah. quarterback. Deshaun Watson is Deshaun good. Watson is they still have good. defensive pieces that are good. But, like, they obviously had a very tough schedule to start off the season. Mm-hmm. Tough for them to lose again. But it almost looked like they had the Steelers in the first half. Not yet. Not going to lie. yeah i mean like there's not much to say about the game the steelers won the steelers should have won ben roethlisberger i predicted it he's back week three i guaranteed the win and that's what happened he looks looks good very good and i think despite the texans losing that game they kind of got their mojo back in a sense they kind of they they kind of recollected mentally again and i think they're they're gonna they're gonna turn things around they're on their way back Things of speaking of teams getting their groove back, we have Titans beating the Vikings by one, 31 30. Um, I just want to say once again in the last podcast, what did I say? Derrick Henry comes back, he didn't score a touchdown all season, scores two. I predicted him have over 100 yards, he did. He's back. The Titans are back, they shouldn't have only won by one, but they did. Their defense is where I'm kind of, like, scared because they should be good. But giving up 30 points to the Vikings. The Vikings? The Vikings haven't looked good all season. Granted, it's, on, it's only been three games so far. But, I mean, they came alive in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't – Justin Jefferson. I don't, Justin Pretty. Jefferson looked very good. That was, that, that, was cool, yeah, that was a that cool was celebration. Insane. That was insane. Cool celebration too. I mean, it like, was, that, that, cool. that that juke that juke move was nasty. Oh my gosh, he got he got both of them. Yeah, that was insane. He literally I mean, caught the ball right away, just broke their ankles, and then gritted all the way to the end zone. He he did what he had to do. He got his. He got his. He got his, <laughs> he got his for sure. But uh, the Vikings did look a little bit more alive in a way. Mm-hmm. But well, speaking of players that came alive, Dalvin Cook. Had some fantastic runs. Yeah, about time. About time. He he got his max. He has money, hasn't done anything. He's been, like, really consistent, but he's been consistently, like, good. He needs to be consistently great. I agree. But, I mean, at least they have someone who's consistently good. So, like, if they need to get the running off, he can kind of get his in his own way. And what's tough is they need Justin Jefferson to be the number one guy. Because Thielen is not a number one. He's, an, he's like, maybe one of the greatest number twos of all time. Like, he could. There's potential. Yeah. Just, I don't even I don't even know what to say about them. But the also, Jadavion <laughs> Clowney was getting just, a, lot of, a lot of flags, too, to start off the season. Yeah, but that's what you expect from a guy like Clowney. Clowney, yeah. if you've ever watched, like, actually watched him, because he was on the Seahawks last year, and he did this with the Texans. And they talked about it a lot last year. Clowney picks, like, one play to be great, and when he wants to be great, he is. Like, he doesn't get stopped, but sometimes he just gives up, like, at the beginning of a play. Yeah, he needs to do that. He needs to be great more consistently, I think, for the Titans. Because, as you can see, the Vikings put up 30 in probably their best game they've played all season, and the Titans only won by one. And the Titans are definitely a solid team. And that's what. So Tannehill threw his first pick of the defense. year, I believe, in this game. Tannehill isn't bad at all. Nope, I kind of like him. He's kind of like proving 
that he can throw the ball a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they have a couple wide receiver in, injuries. I know their tight end, John o. Smith, has he came up last week, not not yeah, week three last week, but week two yeah, played like really well, did decent this week. Hey, see what they I mean, can do. Yeah, Titans are just like there, I guess. They're like good. <laughs> That's really all yeah. we can say about that. A, a very quiet game coming up. Uh, yeah. Panthers 21, Chargers 16. Uh, I'd say worst game of the week. Yeah, I mean, just boring. Yeah, like I, I watch Red Zone for most of the day, even though there was points scored in that game. Didn't really see didn't, much yeah. more from them on Red Zone. They were a very silent Red Zone game. I think we both picked Chargers because we're kind of on the Why bandwagon. Not? Just because Herbert, because we can. He, he didn't look bad. Herbert Eckler. We love Derwin James, even though he's not like playing ever. I know he needs to figure that situation. That's so unfortunate he got hurt because he's, he's he so always good. he was so good and then he just I don't even know something's got to change with him. He's gonna figure that out. We don't really have yeah. much to say about this game. But Another... We do have a a decent game, but I mean not really because it was the Jets yeah, and it was a blowout. hyperdrive overdrive whatever you want to call it. But it was a blowout. Colts thirty six, Jets seven. And you can this is another. This is another prediction. I feel like I was kind of on, not with my picks for games, but my player Their predictions. predictions were on. Philip Rivers. I told you, week three, Philip Rivers is different. Four hundred TDs for his whole career. He gets, he gets his, he gets his career milestone. Yeah, he's up there with some of the greats. After that he's touchdown good. pass, he's good. Hey, he's getting the job done for the Colts. I mean, as well, I don't we know say, what else Will, I can say. As we say, his. he is getting his. Speaking of people who are getting theirs, Russell Wilson in the Hashtag Seahawks. let Russ cook. Hashtag Tied let for Russ the best pass. record in the league. Some may say the best team in the league. Some may say the worst D-line in the league, but that doesn't matter. Seahawks, <laughs> Cowboys, 38-31. That was a problem that we gave the Cowboys 31 points. That's a big I'm gonna, problem. I'm going to give the Cowboys some credit. They played well. Dak played yeah. well. They had that one. That I think close. it was like early on. They had that one defensive play on DK Metcalf where that cornerback, oh. the rookie cornerback, came out of nowhere and just punched Trayvon the ball. Diggs. I mean, I mean that's just a mental error. But I mean, it was like, it was a, a it was a good play. It was definitely see, a good though. play. That's something. That you, that's hustle right there from Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. He's a good. He's a rookie out of Bama. He's he's really good. You know he's Stephon Diggs' cousin. Yeah, I actually I remember they saying that on draft night. They were like. They that's like cool. hype that up. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I, I like that's a lot, just a a lot mental of respect mistake. to the Cowboys. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys always find a way to beat the Seahawks. They didn't this time, which is good. Uh, another team that likes to beat the Seahawks, the Cardinals, took a tough loss this week. Tough ugly. loss. I, honestly, it's not even tough. It's more ugly given the How fact that the they line? lost to the Lions. I don't understand that. They were on tie watch too. It was almost going to yeah. be two 23-23 ties. <laughs> and you know who got his first which pick? Been, which would have been crazy. Okuda. Okuda with his first pick this week. Oh, he, he did get a pick that game? I, yeah, I didn't he, got, even, he got his first pick. I knew, I knew Kyle, Kyler Murray was in some interception trouble that game. He threw that's, like three, I think. That's something that's, with Kyler Murray. He either likes to run or he likes to throw picks. He usually runs, but when he doesn't run when he should, he throws a pick. Yeah, I mean – He's still young. He's still got talent. 
Yeah. I don't think there's but, anything to be worried about right away, but it definitely needs to be fixed if they want to step it up. I mean, mm-hmm. they got – I remember I was watching Red Zone first, like, I think one of their first few drives of the game, DeAndre Hopkins gets a nice lob pass right into his arms. Looked yeah, beautiful. Russell I mean, Wilson-esque. It was – he. they look good. They look good as a team. Do you think that's the only game the Lions win all year? I, like, I honestly be. think it could be. Like, <laughs> like what, really what happens when they play the Vikings? It like, what if the Vikings be, don't pick it up? Like, it might be, like, 7-3. to three. Is that tie watch again? <laughs> That'll be tie watch once it comes. Yeah, I mean. And also, uh, kind of, I want to say, quiet game because the Broncos didn't really play well. Bucks win 28-10. Brady, Tom Brady looks a little comfortable there. in the offense. Getting he looks there. comfortable. Mike Evans had a good day, which is which is good to see due. because he was due without a without Godwin, dude. Godwin is Brady's guy because Godwin likes the little short routes. He's a speed guy. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Tom Brady hasn't had a physical receiver since he had Moss, and that's been a minute. Some say he can't throw that far, which I may agree on. He's a very smart quarterback. Mike Evans doesn't really fit into, like, his play style, but they really got Mike Evans going, which is really good because he's, like, top five, if not top three receiver in the league. Yeah, he's very good. He, he, He was due for a good game. Godwin picked up right after his injury, looked very well. And like you're saying, like, I don't know about Brady's arm so much, but when they played the Panthers, yes, it was the Panthers, but he threw a couple (laughs) deep bombs that were literally perfect passes that shouldn't have been dropped or not caught, which, I mean, I think he still has it in him, but it's not too much consistent for the deep ball. Yeah, as kids from Massachusetts, we we haven't seen a Brady bomb in, like, a while. I feel like everyone kind of slanders him for his dump downs. You don't see a lot of deep passes, like – and that's true. Like, you don't see a lot of deep passes anymore from him. And it's not because he doesn't have it. It's because sometimes the dump down is just the better option. It, it's what works is what works. I mean, at yeah. the end of the day. If you're going to win from day, dump downs, you're going to keep dumping it down. It's just what you do. A great game coming up. As we Beautiful predicted. Beautiful game. Packers. 37, Saints 30. Packers, game. best team in the league. They're so good. They got <laughs> best team in the league. They didn't even have Devontae Adams this game. They didn't even have Devontae Adams. They still put up 37 points. Who? Devontae Adams, dude? Devontae Adams? I don't care. I'm going to say it. He's the best wide receiver in the league, in my opinion. I think he's better than D. I think he's a mixture of D. Hop and Michael Thomas. He's, like, he has so much, like, 
I like I, I keep saying talent, but it really it just like he's just so good. I don't he's even so know what good. else to say. He's just, he's just so, so good. good. And I just wanted to say something like a little funny. I was looking for tight ends because I was making a trade today in uh, fantasy, and I was uh-huh. trying to see like what other tight ends are available if I wasn't like whatever my trade scenario was. And I saw that this Packers tight end. I clicked on his name on ESPN Fantasy and said. Uh, don't start him this week. He's not going to do well. I think he had like 15 points. He got targeted like a lot. And I was like, what's going on here? I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't remember his name off the top of my head, like, but I was oh, just like. you know who it was? You know, as a Packers extraordinaire, it was Jace Sternberger. Yeah, it, I think it was him. <laughs> yeah, I liked <laughs> I him like, a lot. Who, I was like, who is this guy? I mean, he played well. He got his receptions. I mean. I guess someone else has stepped it up since Devontae Adams wasn't there. Kind of a weird step up. Yeah, but. and with Devontae Adams coming back, like, oh, my goodness. Also, I kind of expected since Devontae Adams was out that Valdez Scantling was going to have a decent game. But Lazard had a great game, which is also not game. surprised about because he usually does yeah. well when he's, a wide receiver is He's pretty good, doing. yeah. Well, wide receiver doesn't play for them. Um, another big thing from this Saints game that you, we can pull out, Alvin Kamara. He only had 58 rushing yards, but guess how, guess how many receiving yards he had? Was it like 150? I heard 50, 130. He had, oh my goodness, he had 139 on 13 receptions with two touchdowns. He's like another it wide led, receiver out there. No, it literally led New Orleans by almost 100 yards. The next one was Emmanuel Sanders. He only had 50. I mean, talk about stepping up when Michael Thomas isn't there. I mean. And also, what a smile he had on Sunday Night Football with his grills in. Girls. He was so cool. <laughs> that was so cool. I've, I've had him in fantasy for three years, and I don't think I'm ever going to give him up, ever. He's, wouldn't. He, he, he's the best player in fantasy right now. He scored the most points. Because he just well. loves catching the ball. And Drew Brees loves giving it to him. And um, as Drew Brees says, he, when we were talking about this last pod, he uh-huh. said that just give him a couple – Give him some time. He's getting. He said he's near getting back into his groove. Yeah, he said he was Look, feeling fine. He doesn't feel like he lost anything. I mean, he's been, I feel he like he feels better than he has like past few years. He didn't look too bad. Just, like as sports fans, that's just what we do. If some if someone does bad for one game, like I've been slandering Tatum the whole time, like you just like, oh my god, is he awful? Like he's not. He just had one bad game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously they're not bad. It's just like it's just it's just a tough mental like thing being a fan. Like, wh- why are we not performing here? Mm-hmm. But I mean, Drew B seems like he's trying to get back on his groove. Looks like he's very close. Michael Thomas, I heard, might be returning next week, which is a good sign for the Saints to get back in their groove for sure. Packers still look good. It was a Packers. great game as predicted. I mean, Packers are just something else, and. That really wraps it up for our Sunday games. We are currently recording on Monday night as the Chiefs. Do you want to guess the score, Will? It's second um, quarter. Don't look at your phone. Second, second quarter, quarter, six minutes already left. Guess the score. I'm going to guess 17-14. 20 to 10, the Chiefs are up. Okay. And Pat Mahomes, 14 of 20, 180 yards, two TDs. Tyreek Hill, only one reception, 22 yards. Kelsey. That's not what I want to see. Kelsey's looking pretty good. Four receptions, 64 yards. Um, do you have anyone in fantasy? I got Tyreek. 
I need him to win. I'm, I'm I'm down. I need him to do. I need him to do good. I need to win this game. I have Hollywood Brown. Oh, never mind. I'm I'm good. <laughs> I I just sure? I just got the win. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're good. Uh, I I got the win last night. Oh, but wait, I no. still have like some of my best players. Marquise Brown hasn't even caught a catch yet. They're probably gonna run kill. the whole game. Yeah. What did you say about Tyree Kill? How many? It says for me on fantasy he has three receptions right now, fifty-five yards and a TD. That's what I said. Oh, I didn't. I don't know what I was thinking then. Nah, it's definitely not what I said. I didn't say the TD. I don't think you said the TD. I think you did say the three receptions though. Yeah. But like Mark that's Ingram, I have him playing because uh, Mostert got hurt. Because uh, because big trust. Because yeah, trust, but kind of underperforming like I expected, but happens. Got the win. All matters. Three and zero. I mean, three and zero as well. I think we play each other next week. Big matchup. Big matchup in the pod. Um, one co-host against another. That'll be interesting. I'm gonna talk my shit next week. Will's just gonna hear it because Will doesn't talk shit back. Um, we're, we're silent. Then, we're silent. Some news about my team: Seahawks, Chris Carson out either one or two weeks. That's not that bad. Did you see it? Did you see what happened? I did not see what happened. Oh my goodness! I'll send you. I, I actually, I found out. I found out today what that he got hurt. I didn't even know he got hurt. Well, and this then, Cowboys player, this Cowboys player, he got tackled. Cowboys player literally twisted his leg, like on purpose after the play. Okay, I did hear. I did hear about that. That like like hundred percent on play. purpose. Yeah. Okay, I did hear about that. I didn't know Chris Carson was on the other end of that. Um, another injury, Tariq Cohen, probably out for the year. Yeah, that's a tough. That is tough. He's for the a Bears. great receiver back. He's a great special teams guy. I like, mean, it's just going it, to be tough. It, it definitely hurts for them to lose a guy like Tariq Cohen. I know, I mean, he got made fun of last year because he's, because he's short. He got that slander. He's like five, like, six. Like, all the, I forgot like who they played. Right? It, it, it might have been, it might have been the, Shout might out been the Rams. It might have been the Rams. They just, like, kept putting their hands above his head. Yeah. Above, his, yeah, above his head. Yeah, the disrespect, but he's really good. He he definitely helps them a lot win games. Yeah, um, he does. He's I mean, because he, he's not doing it on offense. He's doing it on special teams. He returns their kicks, returns their punts. Like, he's just someone that you, like, want to have on your team because he's really shifty. He catches passes. He's short, but he, he can take a hit. He's like, he's, like, running back version of Wes Welker. He can take yeah. his... He's speedy, very fast. He is very um, fast. Also heard, well, I was watching ESPN a little bit before we started recording because of the news with um, Doc Rivers. Uh-huh. They also mentioned Earl Thomas uh, is expected to sign with the Texans. Oh, my gosh. As a I don't really, fan. I don't really know what that means for the Texans. I don't really know if that helps them. Uh, it's kind of a weird signing, to be honest. I didn't think he was going to get signed at all. As a Seahawks fan, you would think I'd be happy for him to be on a team, but like just retire, like it's it's the end. Like yeah. he's good, dude. He shouldn't have been an All Pro last year. I don't know why they gave it to him. He Wasn't was expecting like, that either. Decent, but that like, whole that whole Ravens team was kind of just like, dude. They hated him. I know they hated him, um, but like they they played well, and like he happened to be on the end of the side where they thought they were excelling at mm-hmm. their defense as well as their offense. They played good both sides of the ball. Yeah. But he he was a name that stood out. I don't think so. he's a necessity for a team right now. Like, he's not a game-changing safety like he once was. But I wanted to talk a little bit. I know I mentioned the NFC East talk a little earlier. Uh-huh. But I, I, I feel like we kind of left out their, the scenario because that's such a division to, like, get called out 
who's going to win or who is probably going to win so early on in the year. And like, honestly, these next few weeks for that division is kind of like what sets them apart. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, I think Cowboys step it up. I think uh, Washington kind of falls off a cliff because that's what they are going to do. They're not really that good. I think Giants are bad, and I think Eagles need to start Jalen Hurts. That's what needs to go down in the NFC East. I got to have a similar viewpoint from that. I think the Cowboys will most likely win that division. I don't see why not. By picking it up, I don't mean – Winning, going like ten and six. I mean, like nine and seven. Yeah, I think that's a. I mean, especially new coach, new kind of system that looks almost the same. Yeah. But I mean, Dak is playing well. He has two weeks where he's thrown the ball over four hundred yards. I mean, can't complain there. C.D. Lamb's young, good. I think yeah, he's pretty good. if if the Eagles do start hurts, I think that definitely helps them. I mean, hopefully he plays well if he does get in. So they'll be they'll be up there, but I mean, if teams below the Cowboys continue to lose the games, which hopefully the Cowboys some kind of bring it together, because it's always nice to see them in the playoffs, like competing. It's always an interesting game with them. But I mean, the NFC East is just like the dump of the NFL, and I think it'll change soon. I feel like Cowboys are progressing to be back. The Giants have Saquon, but he's out right now. They just need to build around him. I think the Eagles need a new quarterback, and they'll be figured out. They also need wide receivers, obviously. Like, a thing, I think fo- things are going to change. Things are going to change fo- soon. Football, football team is due. Football team's young. They're they're going to be due soon for sure. It's been a while, and I feel like it's one of those years we've seen in the past where, like, remember, I don't know if you remember a few years ago. Obviously, not a good time for Cowboys fans when they lost on was it Sunday Night Football to the uh, well the former. To the football team now. Yeah, forgot. To the football team. Um, And it was like a bad, just a bad game overall for them. And it just was like, it's not it for them. And I feel like it's one of those years where like the the football team kind of, I don't know, it might, it might be, it might be their sneaky wild card year. It could be like a wild card year where they get bounced in the first round. Yeah. I don't think anything more than that, but I think that's definitely it for the NFC East. I think that's what's going to happen. Should we make our extremely early playoff predictions? Or I think we should save that for next episode. I think we should have the next next episode. We talk about uh, the rundown for the current week four. But I think before we go, do we want to even talk about the Thursday night game? That I don't. That's just a bad game. Like. <laughs> I mean, I guess we can talk about the Thursday night game. Broncos, Overdrive. Jets. Overdrive. Overdrive. You got the Jets in it? No. You're taking the, the Jets? Bron- I'm definitely going to take the Broncos. I'm just... taking the Broncos. I think it'll be a close game. I don't know why. I just think the Jets will, like, maybe score a couple touchdowns. The Broncos will score a couple touchdowns, and the Broncos will win. Yeah, I think Broncos will probably win that game. I don't have yeah. a doubt in that. Right. It could be close. I mean, there's injuries prevailing the Broncos. What yeah, else? but the Jets are like a minor league team right now. Yeah, definitely not a game to look out for. Now, honestly, I'll probably just get an early night. Got an exam on Friday. I probably just won't even watch it. 
Yeah, I got I got my math <laughs> final on Friday. I'm definitely just gonna. Yeah, we got exams on Friday. We won't watch Thursday night probably. <laughs> the highlights will definitely come in handy. The the maybe five of them. Also, <laughs> fun, different sport, first time, a rarity. We usually talk about football and basketball. Tampa Bay up 2-0 in the second with nine minutes left over the Stars. Wow. Is this the end of the series? Does does the Cup – is it going to Tampa? I, yeah, I think it's due time the Cup goes to Tampa. I like, mean – For the for this series at least. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We don't really I talk mean, about NHL that much. We haven't yet, yeah. but I think Me that Will, series ends. We're big NBA, NFL guys, but – I mean, we kind of know our stuff about the MLB and the NHL. The only reason we aren't talking about the MLB is because we're Red Sox fans. And yeah, you know how that's a... going right now. We just don't even want to talk about it. But, like, Tampa, dude, every year it's like, all right, this is Tampa's year. This is Tampa's year. It's finally Tampa's year. Yeah, so I think so definitely I mean, good, good, for good for them. Also, Stamkos is not playing tonight. I saw that before. I saw this this morning. He wasn't playing I mean, tonight. I, I mean, I guess it didn't matter. They're up 2-0 in the second. Didn't I'm going to put the lock on that. We're just going to say, Tampa, congrats on the Stanley Cup. And hopefully you do win because that would be really awkward. Just imagine. Just... <laughs> now I put my stamp of approval but, on it. But definitely respect to the Dallas Stars. Yeah, I mean, the bubble, the NHL bubble, they did an awful job of promoting it. Um, yeah, I didn't, didn't, hear, know, didn't hear about it. I didn't it. know it was the Stanley Cup finals until, like, game four. Um, it was a very silent bubble on like, it. I mean, yeah. I don't know. But speaking of, I guess, bubble playoffs, I mean, we don't really talk about it because we're Sox fans, but playoffs start this week for the MLB. Yeah, and I think on the next episode, we're going to make our predictions for the MLB. We're going to be kind of more in to different sports next episode, I think. We're going to talk about a couple different things. By then, the Lightning will be Stanley Cup champions and we'll talk about that a little bit more and we'll talk about the MLB playoffs we'll talk about how bad the Red Sox are what they need to do in the next coming years Cora needs to come back that's what people say but I don't agree I don't yeah. agree with that either I mean, but we can think, save we can save that MLB talk for next episode yeah for next episode but I mean I think it is definitely due time we talk about the Sox our, our other team that we yeah root for. one of our one of the teams that we definitely but root a, for and playoff should playoff should be interesting yeah I mean it's fun there's a lot of fun teams in the MLB this year. We'll talk about it next episode. Well, on that note, um, it's been Inside the Five. It's Will. And Griff. And Heat Finals 2020. Just the type of town I can spend a few days in Miami, the city that keeps the roof blazing. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're... 
Team ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.